Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 34 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We're bringing you this episode on March 1st, 2021. I am your host, Lee Paddock, and my co-host, Sterling Hammer. And, as always with these films, uh, spoiler alert, and now let's just talk about the movie. So, this week, it was my choice, and I decided to go with... uh, Something a little bit more lighthearted uh, than the last film that I chose, even though I wouldn't say that that movie was super heavy. But Sterling didn't really like it all that much. Well, he actually did. Um, <laughs> so this week, yeah, I went out with uh, just a straight comedy. Uh, one of my, probably one of my favorite comedies, uh, as we'll discuss. Mm. Um, I went with Office Space. Uh, from 1999. Throwback. Uh, and uh, this movie actually yeah, does reference the sort of like the end of that particular era and the beginning of the new millennium. 2000s. Um, it's, it, there's some aspects that I guess kind of date this movie, but also sort of those aspects also kind of make it endearing to me. Uh, we'll get in that. Uh, we'll get into that a little later. Uh, so let's kind of introduce uh, some of the people involved with this film. I'll start with the the writer director of this film, uh, Mike Judge, mm. who uh, some people will know as the creator of Beavis and Butthead, okay, and King of the Hill. All right, um, and is the director of uh, I don't know if you've seen this movie. But it was a movie that really uh, actually kind of disturbed me and didn't have the intent that this film was meant to have. It's called Idiocracy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that movie. That movie is terrifying. It's, yeah, that movie <laughs> ended up being way more disturbing it's too and real. horrifying than I thought it would be. It but is like, very real. <laughs> I, my opinion has changed since then because that was like during Bush era and we were like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I don't know. That, yeah, that movie was very disturbing. I'll I just follow fascism. But. <laughs> yep. Uh, but, anyways, he's. Back uh, to comedy. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he's a, he has a very interesting career. Um, I like. I, I'm a fan of Beavis and Butthead. Oh, yeah, of course. Same. Yeah. I like King of the Hill. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan. I was more of a Simpsons guy. I like it. I like it. I'm not upset if it's on. No, me neither. I'll laugh. I've just I, it, it, I never did super get into it. I was always more of a Simpsons Family Guy guy. Yeah, but it, I was never like I hate this. It wasn't as it was cartoon- funny. I don't yeah. know why I never got like super into it. It was never as cartoony or irreverent. Yeah, so yeah, as uh, the Simpsons or Family mm. Guy. Family Guy, very especially. True, very true. Yeah, I, and especially me. I like Goofy. Yeah, and I mean, The Simpsons was just like that dominated everything, at least for me. Yeah, at I least our f- age group probably more than until King of the Family Hill. Guy came out. I guess King of the Hill was more like adults. Yeah, it was. I think a little bit more geared towards old an older audience. It was more realistic. I felt like like than The Simpsons or Family. Well, definitely more than Family Guy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Talking dog and baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
for sure. But yeah, you know, I uh, I have always kind of uh, liked uh, his work, um, and this is, I think, uh, one of the many standouts in his uh, career. Uh, I think I've pretty much seen everything he's done, except for the short that this movie is based on, or the animated shorts that this movie is actually based off of. Uh, because this film, yeah. Surprised you haven't seen those. Uh, yeah, this movie's based off of a series of animated shorts that were originally on uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, he had worked w- for Saturday Night Live yeah, very makes sense. very briefly. Um, and then he, I guess, uh, got involved with MTV. Okay. And uh, they had a thing called Liquid Television. Where they would show all of these like weird like animation like avant garde animation. This is where Eon Flux got like its oh. start. Like uh, they showed anime. They showed a lot of anime. Okay. At that point, um, this was like late eighties, early nineties. Well, I don't remember this, but this was before I, our time. Yeah, yeah, but I remember you talking about it before. It was actually kind of a big deal back in the day, and. It was the first time, and it was also where the first animated short uh, that would eventually lead into Beavis and Butthead huh. aired. So he had, like, yeah, he had a thing going on with uh, MTV, I guess. And then, yeah, that's where you could watch Beavis and Butthead. It was on MTV. Okay. Because um, they showed music videos on it. Yeah, they yeah, would, yeah. They would comment on the music videos. God, make that fun was when them. MTV had good shit. They had like Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the f- my favorite all-time shows of my entire childhood. That, yes, that show was awesome, even though we weren't supposed to watch no, but that. <laughs> but so fun. It was amazing. They brought it back briefly. Very briefly, and it uh, wasn't as good. Yeah, they probably had to tone it down. They also brought back Beavis and Butthead very briefly. Toned down. No, actually, it was kind of funny, and because they brought Mike Judge back, I guess Beavis about it, it's like offensive, but it's like fart humor offensive. It's like intentionally, uh, kind of just gross out. It's almost kind of like South Park. Yeah, it was it it premiered. It was yeah, it came out before South Park did, and I think South Park kind of stole Beavis and Bunder, uh Beavis and Butthead's thunder. By being bit. so, mu- by being more, just being way, yeah, a thousand times cursing, more raunchy, and, yeah, uh, and like a thousand times more with the poop humor and sex gross, humor, gross out stuff, yeah, sexual um, humor, racist humor. Uh, so yeah, um, Mike Judge is uh, someone, yeah, definitely a fan of mm-hmm. uh, for sure. I've seen most of his work. Um, so now let's let's talk a little bit about the uh, the cast. Uh, the films actually. Hold on a second. Oh shit, guys! Hold on a minute. I haven't even explained what this movie's about yet. Damn. I have to go into the plot. Yeah, people are like, "What the fuck, Office Space?" Never heard of that. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, folks. Folks. It's like, why were we even given a spoiler alert? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Is yeah, my bad. So yeah, let's uh, get into the plot of this movie. It's pretty simple. Uh, it's about a man who works in a <laughs> soul-crushing office job and works uh, in a cubicle all day 
It's absolutely just mind-numbing. He hates it. He sits in traffic all day to go sit in a cubicle all day. Yeah, and then he uh, he's you know he's feeling pretty depressed. And then one day he gets he sees a a hypnotherapist, and during the hi- hypnotherapy session, his the therapy the therapist fucking dies, <laughs> has a heart attack. While he's, uh, you know, making him, he's putting him in like this trance almost to kind of make him forget all of his woes and his troubles. Yeah. And, uh, because the therapist dies, uh, this man can't snap out of this trance that he's in. And so now he's like in this mode of basically just not giving a fuck anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and this actually impresses some of the, uh, higher ups in the company that he works for because he, it makes him honest and he actually tells them what's wrong with the company exactly and no one else is telling him what actually what's wrong everyone's just trying to defend their jobs and so because of that they decide they want to promote him but they're also these people are also sort of trimming the fat in the company and that means that they're going to fire his friends that he's really close to yeah and so he hatches an idea uh, to use one of his friends. Actually, it was a, his friend's idea, kind of. Kind of. Because he's yeah. the one who came up with uh, this computer. He wants to use this computer virus to basically uh, steal money from the company. They saw it in a movie. Because they saw it in Superman 3. He did, yeah. <laughs> and uh, things kind of go uh, awry after that. Um and, and yeah, that's uh, it's almost kind of becomes like a like a heist movie in a way. Yeah, he never really super snaps out of the hypnosis. It just kind of like when shit gets real, all of a sudden he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> it's like, all right, I actually I care. If I'm gonna go to jail, <laughs> I'm gonna lose the girl I actually really like now. And yeah, he just realized like, oh, everyone hates their job, but everyone does it so that they can do something they like, like have a family. He learns valuable lessons. In Get the a end. passion. He learns to appreciate. Yeah, he learns to appreciate life. But we'll talk about that. A little no, we later. won't. We don't appreciate anything in this podcast, everybody. I'm sorry to say that. Very true. So let's <laughs> talk about the comedy. Now we can talk about the cast. Uh, so this film stars Ron Livingston as Peter, our main character. Uh, Ron Livingston is uh, someone who's uh, you've seen him probably. I've seen him. He's very familiar. He's got that. He's, he's one of those guy. actors. He's that guy. Um, he plays a lot of like uh, FBI agents now. The other uh, really notable thing that I know him from is uh, Band of Brothers. Yes, he's on the show. Yeah, he's on Band of Brothers. Wasn't he also in Wolf of Wall Street? No. Isn't he the detective? No, that's that's somebody different. That's the guy from King Kong, the uh, actor, the douchebag guy. Yeah, it's that guy because they look career. similar a little bit. Do they? I don't think so. Uh, it's a white guy. <laughs> okay. White guy with square head. <laughs> right. So oh, yeah. Oh, I am mayonnaise. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I I think Ron Livingston is. Uh, Pretty good in this movie. Um, 
He's got, you know, yeah, he's he's the straight man. He kind of is playing a character that I feel like eventually Jason Bateman would sort of popularize, and he would become that guy. That Ooh. sort of straight... Jesus Christ. Jason... Jason Bateman. Bateman. You, you know who he is. I was just blanking on the name. And you mean the face? The face. Uh, you never watched Arrested Development. Ah, uh, yeah. But you need okay. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, now, yes, right? yes, yes. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, Jason Bateman kind of became what this guy would have become, I think. I think, yeah, because I think he's a better actor. Really? Oh, yeah, way better. More likable. I feel like, you know, I feel like Ron... Plus the rest of development probably... Serviceable. The rest of development just boomed him. Well, the show actually wasn't a hit initially. I know, but people really liked it, and I think it was like... uh, but then it's, it like it, I feel like Jason Bateman points. after that kind of just took over the straight man role for a while. Yeah, doing uh, stuff with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think Ron Livingston is pretty serviceable in this movie. And there's some aspects of Peter, uh, his character, that I relate to. Well, yeah, I just feel like uh, uh, Bateman got like uh, more uh, depth. And charisma, uh, more uh, charisma. No, um, like just he can he, he's more well rounded. Like he did that. Uh, what's that serious show that was on Netflix? Ozark. Ozark. My mom watched that. Yeah, I'm so like he's done. I I've seen him do comedy and he's really funny. Yeah, he has range. Uh, I think Ron Livingston range. has range. He was good on Band of Brothers. Yeah, but that's just like a war movie. Like, yeah, it's quote unquote serious, but it's like war movie. Ah, scream a lot, talk like a Brooklyn person. Oh shit, Nazis! Like, it's not like like uh, uh, Bateman could done that too. Oh god, I'm I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna okay. make it from this. <laughs> All right. Well, I won't write him off. I don't know if we could do like Ozark. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he hasn't. You haven't. I haven't really seen him in a whole lot recently. Yeah, maybe that's the reason. Like, I never got to see him really do much. Seems like he never caught fire. That's unfortunate. I don't think he's a terrible actor. I don't think he's terrible, but. eh. (laughs) Okay. Well, then, I guess we'll uh, we'll move on to. Probably the most uh, notable actor in this film, or actress, there you go. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. uh, who plays uh, a woman who uh, Peter fancies, who works at a a restaurant that's basically TGI Fridays. Yes, <laughs> they couldn't. I they probably couldn't get the or maybe Fuddruckers. Because Fuddruckers was kind of similar to that, too. Applebee's. Applebee's. You know, she has to... Microwave uh, garbage. <laughs> she has to wear a, a uniform where she has to cover herself in buttons. Yeah. Called pieces of flair. And, no, uh, and even though if you have the minimum, that's not enough. It's like, why is there yeah, a minimum? Yeah, her manager keeps getting on uh, 
keeps getting on her about having just the bare minimum of flair. By the way, the her manager is played by Mike Judge. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and uh, Peter, after uh, he gets his, uh, he sort of uh, goes into his little trance. Uh, he gets the confidence to ask her out <laughs> after his girlfriend breaks up with him. Yeah, because the, her the restaurant she was at worked at was the place him and his friends got coffee all the time and lunch mm-hmm. sometimes. Chachkis. And he saw her all the time and was always like attracted to her. But he was always he was just that guy. He was stuck in everything. He's stuck in a shit job. He's stuck with kind of shitty friends. Mm-hmm. He's stuck with a shit girlfriend. His friends aren't that shit. He likes them. Oh, I don't know why. I think he's going to get better friends being a construction worker. <laughs> Cut to the end. His neighbor. Yeah, that guy seemed better. We'll, we'll talk about him in just a second. I liked him better than his friends. We'll talk about him in just a second. No, we'll talk about him right fucking now. We're talking about Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I love her. She's amazing in every movie she's ever in. We all know that. <laughs> I'm she's sure I'm going to show you a ton of movies that she's in that you were like, what? She's good in this movie. I like her. She is. I do. Li- I, I think she, she has chemistry with uh, Mr. Livingston. Yeah, I mean, because she just is good with. She is. She's great at creating chemistry with uh, male leads. That's why she's such a great and sought after and like such used um, female lead. Because one, she's great box mm-hmm. office draw. Uh, she fits the role, and she can. She. I think she helps the male lead. Uh, be better. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lee's like, you know, the guy is good too. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, uh, yeah, she definitely, this was like one of her first, like, kind of major roles during her time on Friends. What, what about Leprechaun? That was before she was doing Friends. I, I know, but that was a major role. <laughs> that movie is garbage. I know. Absolutely. It's kind of spooky. No. I got got scared. Even when I was a kid, I thought that movie was goofy as fuck. He like, like, uh, it's, it's a jumbo, like, a, what, what are those, like, the, the jumpy things and, like, pogo sticks that one Pogo stick, yeah. He, kill, <laughs> he kills the guy with the pogo stick. It's That's hilarious. Scary. Come on. It's funny. And then the end the ending is just amazing. With the the kid, he slingshots the fucking leprechaun to death and he has the best fucking line in movie history maybe where he says, "Fuck you, lucky charms." <laughs> and he fucking shoots like a something at him and he explodes and it's <laughs> they do 8,000 more sequels. He goes to space. He goes to the hood. And he goes to the hood and he goes back to the hood. <laughs> There's literally a se- to kill more black leprechaun people. Back to the Hood. It's a real movie. Just to kill more black people for some reason. I don't know why. And then they rebooted it, and apparently it was terrible. Jesus. But it's a terrible franchise. <laughs> but you know what? Surprising it's a franchise. The world of cinema needed a killer leprechaun in it. It did. And Jennifer Aniston was there to start it all. She needed a part she to start die. her career. And she didn't die. No, she survives that movie. She's the yeah, she's the final girl, I guess. Even though that doesn't have a the movie doesn't have a huge cast. So yeah, that's Leprechaun, everybody. <laughs> Three out of ten for me. Good old <laughs> same. <laughs> All right. Uh, then let's move on to 
Diedrich Bader, who plays uh, Ron Livingston's neighbor in this film. My favorite character. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's funny in like everything I see. Yes, I like him. Uh, he's probably most famous for uh, whose line is it anyway? Yes, uh, and Drew, uh, the Drew Carey show. Yes, I was about to say I love him in that. Uh, he's in. <laughs> he's in a ton of things. Those, but those are his major roles. He was. He's been in a bunch. He's always like. Uh, he'll be the boyfriend. He was the white boyfriend of uh, Will Smith's aunt in Fresh Prince. Oh right, yeah, I remember that. Jesus um, Christ. He's in Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood Beverly Hillbillies, whatever. The Beverly movie, Hillbillies. Movie yes. I'm gonna be showing Lee in the future. Yeah. That was one that escaped my childhood. And Lee's gonna get a childhood update. Oh great. Looking um, forward to it. But yeah, I love that guy. He's funny. He's he plays hilarious. the same guy in a lot of things, like this character. Just that, oh man. Yeah, uh, he plays a redneck. Yeah, kind of but a rednecky kind he's of. He's funny. He is. He's very. He's, he's goddamn funny. He's super funny in this. I think he has some of the best lines. He does, and like I think he's. I feel like he's a slept-on actor. Yeah, I think he's underrated. He was. I mean, he was funny on uh, Whose Line Is It Anyways. Yeah, he really and was. And the Drew Carey Show. I think you and I are like the only two people who remember that show. Good night, Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. No. Hello, Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland. That show. The, the, yeah, I love that show. Yeah, I think I. No one remembers the Drew Carey. The no. Drew Carey show. People love whose line it is anyway, but no one remembers uh, the Drew Carey the Drew Carey show. show. Yeah, everybody just thinks Drew Carey's the host of The Price is Right now. Yeah, and people our age think he's just whose line it is anyway. And, and it's like and that too. And then there's like a subsect of our people our age going like, yeah, but you ever the see the Drew, Drew Carey, Carey show? show? <laughs> the Drew Carey show? It's, it's fucking the big fat bitch everyone hates. <laughs> <laughs> he breaks his penis. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it has that other uh, goofy white guy in it too. Yeah, who's in uh, on, whose line is anyway? I think yeah, they're all buddies. Yeah, those I gotta, three, I think. I gotta now, everybody. I gotta get that series because I want to watch that series, series again. I forgot about Drew Carey show. <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, he's hilarious in this movie. He is. He's got some good quotes. I'll be talking <laughs> and about. And it, it, like his, their uh, their situation is kind of funny. Like they live next to each other. It's like basically a, sh- a duplex. Yeah, I and think. like. Sh- like shitty apartments not in the, like they're sh- like they're not like run down or anything but they're just cheaply made they're so cheaply- they're thin walls yeah so they could hear each other <laughs> he's like can apartments. you at least pretend that you can't hear me he's just like just oh. come on over <laughs> yeah just come on over he just wants to show him tits <laughs> <laughs> they were on TV so I'm like how are the tits on TV yeah but weirdly enough he's also the character that in a strange way uh, Peter sort of idolizes because he lives like this sort of normal life. He's got, he lives very just carefree. Free, he seems happy. Exactly. He seems genuinely happy with his he life. He likes his job. You know, it, yeah. He wakes up early, but he's f- fulfilled by it. He works with regular people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not sitting in a fucking cubicle and just having his fucking soul crushed yeah. uh, every day. He's out in sunshine. Yeah. He's Getting working exercise. hard. Yeah, he was working hard. It feels like like you did something, and you can see that you did something. There's a wall in front of you that you just built. Or there's a building that's torn down that you helped tear down. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Then the cubicle, what? He's just changing numbers for some guy. Exactly. He says he, Peter says he basically does just 15 minutes of actual work. And Sally, that's a lot of American jobs. Like in America, it's people just not doing stuff for a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And they're just doing work for like a, like a third of the time they're paid for. Yeah, especially with jobs like that. Well, they have to justify their pay, so they kind of just like they just like bu- they just do busy work. They just or uh, they zone out. Zone out, yeah. Look on your phone, <laughs> read memes all day. Exactly. Go on TikTok. <laughs> well, I mean, this was 1999, so all he had to do was just look at his computer screen. I know. And Maybe play shitty. a little bit of Tetris. It was like <laughs> shitty computers too. Oh God, yeah. For whatever kind of company it's they were. a little were. bit of nostalgia. I mean, wonder what kind of company that they were even were. Yeah, there was some sort of, like, software company. But, like, what did really they explain make? it. What did they sell? Like, he, he explained I it. I think it was software for, like, banks. Yeah, he explained it. So, like, boring-ass software. But he was, like, even he was just like, I don't even get what I, what I, what I do. It's a company that was going to go belly up in 2000. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The bubble was going to burst on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like talking about their whole thing it was like we're getting everything ready for the two thousand switch. Yeah, um, and they were cutting uh, the lo- fat because they were probably like, oh shit, yeah, cause we're about to go belly up. They're done. They're gonna be done by two thousand one at least, maybe even two thousand two. Yeah, but when they made this movie, they didn't even know about the bubble yet. Okay, so. <laughs> back to comedy or back to the cast. Uh let's talk about uh one of his friends uh friend played by David Herman. Uh what was his character? Oh, Michael Bolton. He plays Yeah, the come on. How can you not remember Michael Bolton? <laughs> the character of Michael Bolton Mike. who <laughs> just call him Mike. <laughs> uh the joke for that. Uh, the joke is, is that Michael Bolton was a famous uh is I guess he is. Yeah, still. Uh is a famous singer uh who um was really pop was really popular in the 90s. Yeah, people loved him. Uh he has a song called When a Man Loves a Woman. Uh and he, like it's it's like that kind of shitty like 90s soft rock garbage that has It's in uh Macy's. Yeah, you hear this type of music in the malls. stores. Yeah. Um, don't offend any families. And so like, he's like, he, he's perturbed. <laughs> yeah, he's a he white guy who loves like gangster rap. Which is hilarious. Because it's <laughs> probably the way he rebelled. Like, I hate Michael Bolton and exactly. anything like that. So I like aggressive Yeah, he's listening shit. to Tupac in Even the opening really? credits of this film. Oh, God. Just, this is, I'll talk about it later more, but he's just racist. Is he? Yeah, when that when he's the first scene when he's rapping along with the shit, and then that black guy's walking up like selling flowers. He like move. He like locks his window, like, a door, like, ooh, ooh, and lowers the music. Well, I think he was lowering the music because yeah, because he didn't want the black guy to know he was listening to rap, and then he locked the door. Because maybe is he like if he heard it, he would oh maybe okay. Okay. Well, what's the black guy gonna do? You're listening to rap. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. This movie had a lot of that's racism. problematic. This movie was really racist. No, it wasn't. 
I think you're blinded to it. Like I noticed it because I wasn't super into the movie. I was just like, I'd get zoned back in going like, Jesus. Wow. That was racist. Like there's, there's one black guy in this movie and one Indian who, who gets fired. And, uh, but he's the main character in the film. Fired. And, um, and then the one black guy is playing a stereotype. Like, he's not a crackhead, but he's playing a crackhead. <laughs> he's pretending to be a pr- crackhead, yeah. And he's the only black man ever in this entire universe. <laughs> you don't even see black people out in the restaurants or anything. It's just all white people. There's a lot of just, just racism. <laughs> I don't think it's racist, but... I mean, the... Some characters make, like, racist comments, and I think the movie knows that they're racist. Maybe I just, they felt more racist to me because they didn't, I wasn't laughing. Right, yeah. Like, I didn't, it's not like I didn't find it funny because I thought, like, that's racist, and I don't find things that, it's not like I don't find things that are racist funny, because I do, cancel me, but. Yeah. (laughs) In this movie, I mean, you'll find out later, I just. Spoiler alert. I don't really like it. But yeah, let's get back into this cast. <laughs> we'll find out about that more later. <laughs> yeah, uh, so he's like this guy who... Um, he's like super... He's the hacker. He's the hacker, but he's just like super fucking just angry. He, he hates the fucking fax machine <laughs> mm. that always fucks up. He hates his life too, but he's like... He's more dead like inside of, and like set... And set, and He's just like, it. you know, this is my life now, I guess. Whatever. I'm not going to do anything to change it. Yeah. Uh, So that's him. <laughs> and then we have... uh, What is this other actor's name? Because I want to be able to maybe... Oh, uh, it is... Because the, char- the character he plays is... AJ Naidu. 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 Yeah, he plays Samir. Samir. Nahajanabad. I might have probably said it wrong, too. I'm not going to work here anymore. There's no B, first of all. I don't know where you're getting the B. It's something hard. Yeah, but that's the running joke, is that they can never say it. Everyone keeps mispronouncing it. <laughs> I mean, it's a super hard name. I don't know. What he, it's, it, and it's also the joke that he's like, but it's easy to say. It's like, yeah, maybe where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like. But you're surrounded by a bunch of Williams. He's a part of uh, the trio. Yeah. Um, again, like he also hates his job, but I, it's more just accepting. I just felt like they were only friends because they worked at the same place. Yeah, that's why. Like when they when they're like, "All right, keep in touch." I felt like At the he's end never the gonna movie. talk to them again. Yeah, after the building burns down. Yeah, and even they are probably like, "Well, we're not gonna talk to him because he's just like a construction worker now." <laughs> yeah, they go their separate ways. Yeah, and I just don't feel like they were that good. Of, I don't think like other than the, the, the Indian guy was fine. He was just like, oh, "I just want to work. I just work hard. I don't care." But the other guy just seemed like a piece of. I didn't really care about their friendship. They didn't seem like good friends. Eh, I mean, he cared enough just felt to tell like them that they were going to get fired. Yeah, it seemed like he cared more about them than they cared about him. He seemed like a good guy. 
Oh, Peter, yeah. But they just seem like he's he's the main character. Right. But I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I he's, guess I kind of see that a little bit. That's it. Just took, it. Just uh, I didn't. Like, I, I definitely see it towards the end. It made me going like I don't friend. care they, about them. I don't care what happens to them because they don't seem. Just, it's not even they're unlikable. It's just like they don't even want to be here. <laughs> they don't want to be in the movie. They want to be in life. They don't want to be in life. It's like they went too hard. They went too depressed. You never go full depressed. Never go full. Yeah. Never go full depressed. Never go full retard. That's what he wants to say, everybody. <laughs> Never go full retard. Uh, <laughs> Never go for full postal. Yeah, and that's a, they made a lot of those. Oh yeah, jokes. those are some jokes. A lot of like, oh, we're gonna shoot the like, place up ugh. and then this because like, they had happened a few times over the decades leading up to then, but they were like, oh well, you know that happened. That's, that's not gonna happen again. It's not gonna become a mass. Like problem in America It's not gonna happen Every few months Oh yeah it does <laughs> Yeah So there's a lot of jokes Where a lot it's of jokes like, like that. Man one day I'm just gonna go in the office And go And it's like And the one guy Threatened to burn The whole place down With everybody in it All the time <laughs> Yeah um, and Yeah Just a lot of like Oh I'm gonna shoot the place up We thought you were gonna come And shoot the place up you Shoot the place up You're gonna shoot the place up you Shoot 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 yeah, shoot Yeah There's a lot of that But yeah You can definitely Say none of that no, nowadays You cannot No you can't say shit Like that anymore uh, Let's talk about A couple more Members of the cast um, Let's talk about Milton uh, Played by Stephen Root uh, Milton is the uh, <laughs> the character who uh, piece of shit. He's Dumb. the mumbling. Hate him. I know you. you I hate so. every character like that in every movie. <laughs> I fucking. And they're always in your movies. I fucking just. He's hilarious. Uh, yeah. He's actually yeah. He's kind of like the sort of breakout character in this movie because he has the famous line. You stole my stapler. You took my stapler, my swing line stapler. I know. I really wish he hadn't gotten the money because, but I'm also kind of glad to know that even there he's unhappy and no (laughs) one likes him and he'll always be alone and he'll die alone. Yeah, I mean, like he just lives like like everyone just like hates him, destroy, just wants to (laughs) make his life so miserable. Everyone doesn't know. It's just they don't want to be part of it, so they just his life's hard because no one wants to be part of it. Nobody wants to to tell him. him that. You know, he's fired. He's fi- because he won't <laughs> shut up about it. <laughs> what if I'm fired? You know, whatever. Then never mind. <laughs> I love it. I think it's hilarious. No, we're just gonna stop paying. He's you. just this character who is just, mum- just muttering to himself the whole time. All right, I'm gonna just you know set the building on fire one day. He <laughs> had tripped and like got caught in the fire, and they found his burned ass corpse. <laughs> No, he just Dumbass escapes to the like the Bahamas or something. <laughs> uh, Hopefully, they think he stole the money then, and they track him down. They he gets sent to jail, but he doesn't go to a nice white collar jail. He get, because of the arson, he gets sent to real jail. <laughs> well, yeah, he could have killed somebody, mm-hmm. or maybe he did. Um, Janet or something. We don't even know. Well, actually, uh, Mike Judge said. Uh, I I don't even know if I want to like totally believe it, but he said that uh, Bill Lumberg, the manager, was in the building when the fire happened. 
and he didn't get out, so that he got killed. It feels like that's something you to say. Like the, there's no clue or inclination. Yeah, I don't, I don't know inclination that that happened. But he's not there. You don't see him in the crowd of people. True, true. And he just went into the guy's office and was waiting for him. So maybe wait for him, kill him, and burn the place down. Maybe, maybe this movie is much darker than. Uh, it's more reason why that guy should be thrown in real jail and uh, what's it called, ass pounding jail. <laughs> Pound me in the ass prison. <laughs> Pound me in the ass prison. Yeah. Like no, we're gonna get sent to a minimum security resort. <laughs> no, we're gonna get sent. To, we're gonna get sent to pound me. Pound me in the ass prison. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, Stephen Root is a is an actor. Another douchebag character. In this movie. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was talking about the other guy. <laughs> okay. Stephen Root. Yeah, Stephen Root is a, an actor you probably uh, might recognize. Uh, he's in the movie Dodgeball. He's the the guy who uh, has the mail order bride. Um, who hates him. Oh, <laughs> um, he's in. He's on the show News Radio, the show that Joe Rogan was on. Why? Why are you? Why are you, you giving what? me that? Yes. Huh. You just like who was he in this movie? I'm blanking. The character we were just talking. Oh about. yeah, the boss. No. Milton. Milton, yes. Oh, I thought we were talking about the boss now. No, I haven't gotten to him yet. <laughs> we were just, oh, yeah, because we were talking about he burned in the fire. Fuck Milton. Stop <laughs> talking about that piece of shit. <laughs> he, yeah, he's. I think he's hilarious, okay? And then, okay, the final character I guess we'll highlight is uh, Bill Lumberg, played by Gary Cole. Um... Well, if he did die, I'm glad. Yeah, because, I mean, he, this character is also well, just a terrible person. Well, he's just, he has that sort of just like that cold managerial just like, you know, I'm going to need you to need you to come in on Sunday, even though you had the day off. You know, we're, <laughs> we're a little short-staffed, okay? And you could just stand up for yourself and tell him, go, no, you can't make <laughs> me come in. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, everyone's beaten down in this American world because we don't get fired. Oh, but Friday's Hawaiian shirt day, though. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah. He just like he represents like just that shitty like corporate culture of just like, you know. I guess uh, I kind of nice, but not really. He's just yeah, like, it's all fake aggra- niceness. It's kind of just like passive aggressiveness, sort of. Yeah. And fake. It's all fake. Yeah, it's all yeah. He's just a, he's a terrible person, um, and everyone hates him, which is hilarious. Yes. And there's that. I mean, it's it's funny when Peter finally goes through his like transformation. And he doesn't. Give that's a the fuck di- anymore. that's when his decline begins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He kind of like kind of gets phased out of the movie a little bit. Yeah, because he loses like his authority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he becomes like. Useless. The Bobs don't like him. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna get Peter a promotion. Basically, probably his job. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. Um. So yeah, those are the characters. 
I seem to be a little bit more <laughs> warm on them than <laughs> Sterling. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll. When I was originally thinking about my rating, it was a little higher. It's going down a little bit as we talk about it. <laughs> I think about this movie more. I don't know. I just was bored. It seemed it was like, like it. You're f- like, there were some moments where I laughed hard. There was a couple laugh out ah moments, but it was mostly in the beginning, and then like it was dead. <laughs> and because I had seen like the classic destroy the scene, I'd seen it done seventeen. Destroy the times. printer scene. Yeah, I've seen that done. Or seven, a fax machine. Scene. I've seen it done seventeen thousand different ways, and like it's all been these parodied a lot. Yeah, so many things. So that wasn't like super funny or anything. Okay. I liked, uh, I guess, like the romance because that was I nice. I knew you would. And I liked the main character, like where he ends up going, and like I think, like, oh, that's cool. He's a construction where he's happy, and I, I liked his new uh, best friend. Um, yeah, I kind of wish he did the story been more about them. Mm. I think it would have been funny. I think it would have been funnier if like it wasn't about like them him stealing money, but like more him like getting connected with that dumb guy and like that's him becoming uh or average normal guy and that's him becoming like not and like and his friends being like you're just gonna just be a construction worker man you're not gonna like get dental and shit and then and, and in reality they don't even realize like it's like he makes more money than both all three of us like, <laughs> he chooses to live in this apartment he's just close to work he just likes it <laughs> yeah it's close to his favorite restaurant yeah i could see that um, I don't know. I like the kind of like satirical element that I th- I think that he was sort of going for with the the office element. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think he worked. He worked take, in an office. I think. Yeah, obviously, if you're trying to go for that, you need the office element. I just you I'm don't not care. a fan. You don't care. like this is a classic. I had never seen it. Not lying class. about that. I'd say a cult classic. Cult classic, that. but a lot of people have seen it by this point, and it's pretty popular. And I always heard about it, and I always heard about how funny it was. But, yeah, I just... Yeah, and I guess this really was just a cult classic because it's a budget of $10 million, a box office of $12.2 million. Yeah, I didn't so do So it was well. a... But... When it came out on video, though, yeah, it immediately like it made way more on video than it did uh, in theaters. So much so that uh, the studio didn't even realize it, and it it had made more money than their highest, their more higher grossing films that came out in theaters. Twentieth <laughs> Century Fox didn't even realize. Didn't even realize it until somebody had told them. them. They're like, wait, what? Like, that movie that we just kind of just, eh, just kind of pushed just farted out. out. Basically, it was a cult classic. Disgusting. That's how cult classics are made. Eh, I don't know why people get better taste. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, because this movie, this movie has more like dry humor. Yeah, and I hate I it. Think, and you don't like that. Dry humor is blue. See some biodome. Oh god, stupid. Somebody. Ne- some fucking just like most some like uh, Kevin James gets kicked by a donkey. Dumbasses. 
Kevin James gets kicked by a donkey on a Segway, flies, slams into a car, uninjured, and kind of just Paul, goes like, Ooh. Paul Blart falls down. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Security <laughs> chose me. Oh, you know that scene. <laughs> Kill you fucking self. No, I kidding. will. One day. Hey. Great, everybody. Now you know our secret. Lee is a basic white boy. <laughs> um, yeah. This movie does have some good quotes. Also, I think we need to give a shout out to Dr. Cox. Oh, yeah. John's, John C. McGinley. Who's just in a small role after small role except for Scrubs. Yes. Which I was doing with Scrubs, so I always thought he was like the super serious He's always the serious guy and the, like the, the 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 cool guy, and then in like every and then I saw him in fucking um, uh the the uh, wild hogs oh and he's God. like a gay cop. All right, yeah, he's a gay, like a weird, creepy man. gay cop, but a creeper. <laughs> that movie's terrible. I like that movie a lot. I know. It's pretty funny. Well, you can't show it to me because I already saw it. Oh, maybe saw we'll just watch theaters. it one day. He's <laughs> like, I never thought of that. <laughs> Keep you trapped here with legal drugs uh, 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 in California. Uh, uh, uh. Um, but yeah, this has some good quotes. Um, the thing is, Bob, it's not that I'm lazy. It's just that mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> Those yeah. moments were funny when he initially lost. Like that when part. he initially didn't give a fuck, that was funny. Right, and I like that part of the movie where like he's getting the girl and all this. And I was like, Dan, oh, this is kind of interesting. This was so it was it was different than I thought what the movie was. I didn't expect it, so I was like, oh, this is pretty interesting. Oh, this is, there's some really funny moments, and then just as soon as they stole the money or they be, decided to do that, it just became not fun to me. I was like, oh, there's gonna be, and it's like not even a great way to steal money. It's like, yeah, you're gonna get three hundred thousand dollars over two years. So like, but then you're gonna live in that time. So we're just gonna live off that money. So like, yeah, three hundred thousand is a lot well, of money, I mean, but it's not said, that like, much. They're money. not. They're not. You can't good live the rest it. of your life. They're st- well, they're stupid when it comes to crime. They even say, how come these, you know, Neanderthal mafia guys are good at crime, and we're so because they're not at it. dumb. They're just not smart in like software, but they're really good they're at good smart. Liars. At cr- they're good at street smarts. Exactly. Yeah, they can lie. The mafia, yeah, the mafia can lie. Um, PC load letter. What the fuck does <laughs> the that mean? PC load letter. The fuck does that mean? I and I, I that is relatable. Like when we have a good retail job, we, printers a important part of our job. Yeah, and when that and there's fucks moments up, where you're like, just like, <clears throat> how long is it gonna be in fucking sleep mode? I know, right? Uh, funny thing about that scene is that, uh, that moment, uh, was was improvised. Oh, uh, when he hits it, it does seem like he's like embarrassed. And then. The when he says PC load when it's read PC load letter he was like wait what the fuck does that mean because okay. apparently he was supposed to have like a longer like monologue but it's funnier when he that. just goes like what the fuck's that mean <laughs> fuck and then yeah that is funnier and yep. some like monologue about like how stupid the printer is something uh, I wouldn't say I've been missing it Bob when we talk <laughs> about work yeah um. Your favorite guy, and then, you know, the ratio to the kink is too big. <laughs> no, the ratio of people to the kink is too big. <laughs> Poor Milton doesn't get a piece he of cake. He doesn't work there. Everyone who works there got a piece of cake. 
You're not being we paid. Fixed. We put you in we the fucking the glitch. <laughs> we put you in the basement. We put we you, you're not getting your paycheck. You didn't get a piece of cake. <laughs> you don't work here, Milton. But we can't f- like confront you because you're on the spectrum and we'll get sued. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, um, it's so funny. <laughs> I think I mean I, I I like that this is the way the movie ended. Fucking A. Fucking Fucking A. I love that too. It's like the mayonnaise man like go, like cursing for the first time like mm. Fucking A. Fucking <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was like fucking A, man. <laughs> like I've said everyone says fucking A. Yep. Fucking A, man. Fucking A. I haven't said fucking A in a while though, I feel like. That seems like a curse word that like said yeah, you say fucking A when, like, I guess you're, like, angry. We're, I don't know. Or annoyed. Like, fucking A. Popeyes is closed? No, it's I more know, like... I don't ever say fucking A happy, though. So, no, I've always felt like it's, like, you were, like, agreeing with something. Yeah, I always fuck, found it as, uh... Like, fuck, like, somebody would say... Like, somebody would be complaining about something, and then... Another and I yeah I was here heard it in that context. I always heard it as so, negative, like yeah, it is kind of fucking negative. a, like oh fucking a, we're not getting paid this week. Fucking a, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Aren't we tangent? just the? We're a bunch of like little of, uh, investigators. <laughs> couple of semantics boys. Oh, this is the line that you were talking about. I can't believe what a bunch of nerds we are. We're looking up money laundering in a dictionary. <laughs> dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, this is pretty funny. Peter, she's anorexic. Yeah, the guy's really good. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. We were talking about his his other girlfriend, the cunt, in the beginning of the who's movie, fucking who's everybody, cheating on him with everybody. Yeah. Uh, Peter, watch out for your cornhole, buddy. <laughs> watch out for your cornhole, man. When he's uh, ready to go to jail, basically. Yeah, when he's going to take one for his friends because he's the one who got them into it. Yeah, he, he writes a letter. Even though for a second he regrets it, he's like, ah, I'm not He tries to get the letter out and then he can't. He's like, oh, well. I'm, Guess I'm going to jail. Off to jail. But good old Milton saves the day by murdering the man and <laughs> burning the building, building Burning down. the building down, depriving all those people of their jobs. Oh, yeah, it's true. And he goes and just annoys people, people in Mexico. In Mexico, yeah. Cancun, something. Man, cartels. We won't miss that one. <laughs> blam, 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 blam. He's got $300,000 on him. Find him. Yeah. He's a real person. Um. Well, I do. I got some, you know, it's time for questions for Lee. Uh-oh. Questions for questions Lee. Questions for Lee. Ooh, doobie doobie doo. <laughs> when did you first see this movie? Since it's so, it seems like you got some history with it. I think I saw this movie. Whoo! Probably when I was maybe like maybe like fifteen. I think fifteen, was sixteen. Was like on TV or something? Yeah, it was on Comedy Central. <laughs> it was on IFC. Oh, okay. Well, actually, this movie was uh, played on Comedy Central. Uh, that also helped with its uh, cult status. Yeah, it was played a lot. Um, but I actually watched it on, yeah, IFC, 
the independent film channel, mm. um, where they actually played it uncensored. Um, and like, and I had always, yeah, I'd, uh, like you, I had always heard about it. Uh, it was on a bunch of lists of like, you know, best comedies, uh, best film comedies of all time, or best movies from the nineties. Yeah, um, it's got the one of those reputations. And yeah, I, I thought it was just hilarious. Um, cause it was just, I don't know, for me it just kind of has like this sort of laid back quality to it that I like in certain comedies. I usually do too, but like when it's mixed with dry too, it's just like. Well, that's what I kind of like about it. Well, you like things like The Big Lebowski. I mean, that movie's like kind of dry. It's not. Yeah, but it's like, no, it's. It's dry, but it's ridiculous, and it's pretty goofy. But it doesn't have, like, people getting, like, kicked in the balls. No, but it's still pretty goofy. It's a lot goofier than this. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that Big Lebowski is a funnier movie than this. Yes, and just the characters are larger than life. And yeah, yeah. More situations me- say are more, more memorable. Yes, they're more ridiculous. You know. Yeah, that's definitely, like, top. Maybe like three favorite comedies. Just for like me. he's getting his head dunked the in the water. And just being like, are you gonna talk now? He's like, well, I don't know, let me go in for one more dip. It's <laughs> 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 funny things like that. Fucking throw the over ash, the line. Throws the ashes in the air. <laughs> 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 like, oh come on, man! <laughs> like, what the fuck does any of this have to do with Vietnam, man? <laughs> yeah, come on. Fuck it, dude. Let's just go bowling. Yeah, come on. That movie's way funnier. It is. Um, That's one of my favorites too. And like I, I, I just mean like it's and it's just a goofier. It just I, I don't know. If yeah. It's really, I guess it's slightly comparable. 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 But. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this movie's a lot. Yeah, definitely a lot drier. So you saw this back then. Um. Well, what what do you think draws you to this movie? Well, now I think I would say it's it's pretty relatable. You relate with uh, the main character the most? Not the most. I relate with a lot of just the different pieces, aspects of like work culture. Yeah, I mean, I do too, but I wonder if I just like my job more than you. <laughs> I like have my the job, same job, but I'm just saying, like, it kind of highlights some of the, you know, the aspects that can be kind of annoying. Um, yeah, and the thing, you know, just kind of like the common things, like. People like talking on their breaks, you know, just talking, shooting the shit, even maybe complaining a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. about what's going on. The uh, girl, you know, the Jennifer Aniston with her job, she's working more of a kind of a job that Relatable like job we, we work. Wage worker. Yeah. Wage workers unite. Yeah. And the shit that she has to deal with, especially like when I worked at like McDonald's. Yeah, you have more of a you have more history than I do. Experience. Yeah, so there's like a lot of that is what really draws me to the to the movie. Um, what else would I would what else would I would say? Um, yeah, I guess I do. Yeah, I like the the laid back quality of it. You know when he. Goes through his hypnotherapy again. Yeah, that's probably my favorite part section of the movie. The hypnotherapy, the, mo- the montage. Oh, the montage. Yeah, yeah. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Yes, yes, yes. I do love the soundtrack for this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like out of place but perfect. Yeah, and it's what that's what makes it funny. 
Yes. I think. Yes. In a way. I'm not saying this movie's devoid of funny. It's definitely well, know, got funny, I know, but I know. I know. It just You're just not into it as much as I am. I thought I'd be like rolling. It I try not to of, hype it up. It had too that much. kind of history, but like just the history. Of I it personally tried not to hype it up for you too much. Yeah, I was just saying like I really like it, so I didn't. I didn't know how you would feel about it. Okay, so I already got your favorite part with that makes sense. Both our favorite parts. What's your least favorite part? Least favorite part. You know what? When we were uh, when we were like when it was getting towards the end. I did kind of, re- like, find some things that were a little bit like, hmm, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, yeah, last time we saw Milton, um, he was in Lumberg's office. So it's like, how did he set the fire yeah. so quickly? And it just engulfed the entire place? And it just immediately, They don't yeah. have sprinklers, they're... Yeah, and how did nobody see him? Yeah, he was waiting. There was it was a full office. Yeah, it's just like yeah, there's that kind of just doesn't really make a lot of sense. And then here uh, another sort of uh not exactly like a specific scene or anything, but I would say a technical issue mm-hmm. with the film is that there was a lot of obvious ADR meaning that there were a lot of like lines that I feel like were added in post. Oh really? I felt like that was a sim- there was a similar plot problem uh in last week's film. The streets. Uh Step Up to the Streets. Uh yeah. Still ridiculous just to say even. Step Up to the Streets. Like in a serious manner. Yes. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, yeah, I did. It did. It had a lot of that. Probably because it, there was uh, this movie he probably had, was plagued a little bit like by him going like, "Yo, man, you know what would be funny he said right there?" I don't know about that. Um, well, also because there's a lot of silence. Because he's probably like, this has got to be a comedy. And there's a lot of moments where it's just. That's true. And then, you know, there's also scenes where, like, they're kind of far away. So maybe they didn't get good on-set audio. Yeah. So they had to, you know. And they're on a budget. Yeah, $10 million. So you can't, it's not like, a whole re- you can't, You can't reshoot a bunch. Yeah, exactly. This is basically an independent movie released by a major studio. Yeah, they gave no fucks about it. No. I think they, like, I don't know if this was happening. Uh, this movie came out during uh, the time King of the Hill premiered. Maybe it premiered around the same time this movie came out. Uh, so he might have been working, because that's a Fox show, or it was a, a Fox show. Yeah. Um. So I'm just wondering, maybe, if, like, that's the reason why they decided to do a film with him or distribute his film. Might be. They like he kept nagging him. And someone finally was like, Oh, I'll listen to you like, or like, Oh, you know, he's making this a popular show. Yeah. And he had a little King bit of the Hill was popular. And he also had a little bit of clout with uh, Beavis and Butthead. Which yeah. It was also popular. And they and they probably wanted to keep him because like Fox is like dominating the adult cartoon cartoon market. Yeah. Adult Swim, Family Guy, King of the Hill. Adult Swim. That's my bad. Simpsons, Family Guy, and King of the Hill. They were all by Fox. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, And Futurama. Well, before we... Well, that actually didn't. I'm sorry. 
And yeah. it was by them too, but yeah. That like wasn't this. like that kind of failed initially. Initially and became more of uh targeted towards like younger audience. Oh, it was a cult. It was a that fa- was a cult show. It was, but it got more popular. They brought it back and it was more popular yeah. when they brought it back. It got finished. Comedy Central? When they brought it back for Comedy Central? Yeah. I didn't really like those scenes. But whatever. That's different. Well, yeah. Lee doesn't like the masses. He doesn't like the seasons that everyone else likes, but... <laughs> and he probably hates the ending because it's happy. Um, I didn't see the ending. They get stuck in a time warp, and they end up... <laughs> Layla and Fry just live an eternity together, and then it... The show ends with them going like, like they finally find a way out of the time warp, but they're all old and stuff. And they're like, you want to do it again? And they're like, she's like, I'd love to. And they jump in the warp and it starts with uh, the That's opening of terrible. episode one. That's not bad. That's actually pretty good. I bad. liked it also because I like the way it loops the show. Yeah. It's not a bad ending. Um, it's probably way better if you actually watch it, but <laughs> so watch it. Maybe. And that show has some moments where you're just like, fuck. The dog episode. I remember, yeah, being a child, 11 years old, like, oh, Futurama, I'm going to watch Futurama right before I go to bed, and being in tears. The uh, the episode with his brother. Yeah. That episode got me. That episode's fucked up. The dog that episode's fucked, fucked up. up. It's just sad. It's no, unexpected. Yeah, it's that, that's what I mean. It's so, like, it's it's Futurama, and then you realize, like, fuck, his brother was doing writing, it all for him, the and then the dog waited the whole time, and. That episode is devastating. Why would you do that to us? We're children. Because it was not meant for kids. But it's who watched it, you bastards. (laughs) Well. Death by Snoo Snoo. (laughs) You know what else this this movie actually kind of reminds me of? Speaking of like animated animated shows, kind of reminds me of that show Dilbert. Uh, Do you remember Dilbert? I get that a little bit. I wasn't a huge fan of that show, but I get it. I like Dilbert. Dilbert was funny to me. Again, kind of more dry humor, office humor. Adult cartoon. Yeah. I don't know why Young Lee's watching Dilbert. I watched a lot of weird, like, kind of adult animated shows. What do we going to call this? Dilbert. <laughs> Dilbert. <laughs> Only in the 90s. Yeah. Well, before we get your rating, because I know it's going to be like a... 10,000, I was kidding. I know it's going to be higher. Well, when I initially went into this podcast, it was higher. And then, like, talking about it and kind of, like, re-remembering, like, the scenes and even though we just watched it, re-remembering again, um, going over it, it went down. I initially gave this movie a five in my mind. Like, it was just like, eh, it's a movie. It's average. But like the detractors, it's it's gonna bring it down to a four. It's gonna be below average for me. Like the I I, I there's moments, the montage. I like Jennifer Aniston, uh, the soundtrack, uh, uh, the redneck guy. But just I don't ever want to watch this movie again. I wouldn't recommend it really. I I guess I'd recommend it in like watch it because it's a cult classic. But don't really watch it if you want to laugh. <laughs> Unless you like dry humor. But if you like Biodome. Eh. Yeah, if you like Biodome. If you like sure. actually well, laughing. No, I'm just kidding. Well, um, you know. And I was surprised at how 
turned off I was by the racism racism in the movie. <laughs> like the racist humor. Like, it wasn't like I was like this like the locking of the door. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. I was like, that's not funny. <laughs> like, like, I didn't uh. think that was funny. Maybe it was funnier back then. Well, yeah, they weren't even thinking of, probably weren't even thinking of that. I think that's exactly what they were thinking. <laughs> that's why they did it. It made it funny. <laughs> but like I guess it's just been done a lot by now. I don't know. The it, the racist, it felt, maybe because I thought the movie was unfunny, it felt offensive. Like, to me, racist humor has got to be funny. And if it's not funny, it's offensive to me. <laughs> I guess that's how it is for everybody. But, like, my bar is pretty low on that. Okay. Um... Yes, I, I I don't get the hype. I like the late '90s feel. So that was another thing why I thought I would like this movie. I like movies of that era. I really like movies in the late '90s and '90s in general, but late '90s. I like that aesthetic of America, that time period. It was like America before uh, terrorism. Two years before nine. Before nine eleven, before the Patriot Act. It felt before better. The Iraq War. Yeah, felt America was better. We were on the we were on a path of like really doing this 21st century thing cool, and then it just went to shit because of war and greed. Whatever, that's conversation for a different podcast. Uh, yeah. Um, well, let's now that we got mine, let's get yours. What's your well, final thought slash rating? Well, uh, I feel entirely different from you. Uh, I think. This I was, you know, you saw me. I was cracking up through a lot of this movie. Yeah, you like this movie. Um, this movie, yeah, this movie makes me laugh. You were smiling this, during most of it. This movie, yeah, this movie kind of just has the specific kind of humor that I like. Mixed really, with a little goofy. With some goofiness, yeah. So I could see how you like it a little more. But yeah, I like. I like the dryness. I like, I like just like dialogue-driven humor, and Which I don't. and I think uh, a lot of it comes in like the delivery. I think uh, I I think the, the acting is good in that sense. That I think the that the dialogue is delivered with some sort of comedic flair. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> um, and I like that. You know, it makes fun of, like, work culture and office culture um, and that kind of, you know, I I relate to that. Maybe I can't element. relate because I've literally, I, I've worked, but I've only had, outing myself here, one real job and I really liked it the whole time. You have a past of, like, oh, I hated McDonald's. <laughs> oh, I didn't really like my, yeah. feel, like, the, when you worked for the school. You didn't hate it, but you're like, I don't really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh but then you have jobs you like, like Barnes & Noble. It doesn't seem like you hated your um, tour guide job either. <laughs> you didn't love it, but you didn't hate it like McDonald's. No, yeah, it was way better than that. But, yeah. Um, so you have more ex- – You're more. I guess you can relate more with having a job you hate, which is a lot of this movie. And I've never yes. had a job I hated. I had a business that I hated. <laughs> <laughs> that was for different reasons. Yes. Uh yeah, um, I personally find this movie funny. It tickles my funny bone 
Very much so. Uh, so I'll give this movie a rating. I'll say a nine. I'll say nine out of ten. Everywhere my dog just give that a good. Yeah, she does. I guess she agrees with you. She fell asleep over that. <laughs> you gave it a nine out of ten, man. That's pretty dang high. I like. I, I thought you were gonna give it an eight. I've always, I've always really liked this movie. It's one of my, it's one of my personal favorite comedy movies. Okay. So yeah, we differ pretty hard on this one. We did. Which is like for a while here, we've been kind of like, I mean, Punch Drunk Love, I was pretty even, but I came around during the second one. I can actually say I liked that movie, at least the second half of it. Right. But in this, so the, and you liked Step Up, and then even. Step up two, you you didn't like it, but you were you were like, oh, the dancing's cool. <laughs> like, That's about it. Um, and like basically that was me on my punch drunk love, like like, like the romance is cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, it's been a real, it's been a while since I feel like we've had movies where we really like were like opposites, like right. hard opposites, yeah, not just obvious. Like, of course I like Lucky One and he doesn't like Lucky One. Are like. Of course he likes Halloween and I don't like Halloween. Right, yeah. This was more of you like this is a toss up like I could have liked this. Yeah, exactly. You um, didn't hate it. You I just I didn't hate it, but it's just hard differing on it though. I don't like it either. Yeah, I know you don't. But comedy <laughs> comedy is subjective. Yes, it is. Um and next week, everybody now we can phase into this, good segue into this. We bring you a awesome Instead of this, I guess this is classified as a dark comedy, which I don't really get that. But we're going to bring you a good old-fashioned sex comedy with my chauffeur. Everybody look forward to that. That movie is going to be a trip for Lee. I think you're going to enjoy that podcast. and I think Lee is going to enjoy parts of that movie. <laughs> Maybe. Well, as always, everybody, we hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. We hope you enjoy the movie. If you go on to watch it, we recommend you go watch every movie. I we... recommend it. I recommend it because it's part of the podcast. I recommend you watch any of the movies we watch because one of us likes them. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, so, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, you can go listen to any past episodes if you want to go catch up on the podcast. Please, as always, leave a, 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 a rating, review, and share the podcast. It really helps us out. It's just a free way to get our podcast promoted. The more ratings we see, the uh, the more ratings we receive, the the, the, the more the, attention. Yeah, the more, the more attention, attention we, get, we get, the more promotion, more to the traffic, front, the homepage we get. Um, also, please go to our uh, Instagram. It's not the worst movie ever. Pod. And also our TikTok, it's not the worst movie ever po- uh, pod uh, for weekly movie content and daily uh, con- movie content in the form of stories. Um, but that's basically it. You'll find also our personal Instagrams in the in- linked in the bio. Go there for host. I don't know the fuck if you like us. Um, I hope you have a good day, and we'll see you next week. I'm going to set your house on fire. I'm going to hit you with a fucking bat.